Hey, welcome to the Create a Life That Is Beautiful podcast. I'm your host, Letitia Ringe, and this is the space to be for high vibe people looking to create a beautiful life and business. Let's do this. Welcome back to the podcast, my beautiful friends. I am Letitia Ringe, your host, and we are diving in today to part three of our mindset series. So if you are new to the mindset series and you haven't listened to parts one and two, please go back to episodes 93 and 94 on the podcast so that you can dive in to part one and part two, because we are building on the concepts that we've discussed so far. But if you're up to speed, get ready and let's dive on in. Today, we're talking all about our behavior. This includes the things that we choose to spend our time on and the things that we do not choose to spend our time on. So this is unconscious and conscious behavior, right? So we will have the things that we fill our time up with, and then we'll have the things that we don't fill our time up with. And sometimes the things that we fill up our time with are supportive and other times they're not supportive. Sometimes the things we don't spend our time on are supportive. So things that we don't want to spend our time on, they're not serving us in any way. And other times they are things that we really wish we were doing and we know are important to aligning with the life we want to create for ourselves or the business results that we want to see. So we really want to dive into behavior today so that we can have a look at what are some of those examples of supportive and unsupportive behavior so that you can have your mind looking out for them. And as you notice yourself engaging in those sorts of behaviors that do not support you or not engaging in the behaviors that do support you, you will be able to know what to do to help yourself change them, change your behavior which is super, super, super cool. The other thing we're going to talk about today is that there's this other piece of the puzzle. So if we are fueling the things that we do with the emotions that are driving our behaviors, which as we've discussed, we have our thoughts and then our thoughts generate an emotional response in our body. And then we, from this emotional state, then go and do things or choose not to do things. It drives our behavior. So you can actually have two people doing and not doing the exact same things and create very different results. Why is that? It's because of the emotional fuel that is driving their behavior. And that is a direct result of the thoughts that they are thinking. So today's episode is going to help you with two things in your life and in your business. If you are engaging in unsupportive behaviors or not doing things that are supportive of you, that is going to bring awareness to you so that you can then go about and redirect the course of your life and your business. And it's also going to help you if you're someone who feels like you're constantly up against yourself because you have these patterns that are so ingrained, you feel like you just can't stop these behaviors. They're so habitual and automatic. This episode is also going to help you know how to change those so that rather than spending your time engaging in unsupportive behaviors, you're now living your life by design. You're engaging in supportive behaviors 
and you're fueling your behavior with the right emotions that are going to align you with the results that you desire. All right, my friends, we're going to dive into some examples of unsupportive versus supportive behavior in your business. And then we'll also look at some other examples from life. And then we're going to go through some examples of where the emotional fuel that you put in and that's driving your behavior can lead to different results in your life. At the end of today's lesson, I'm also going to take you through an exercise and this is where all the magic is really going to be for you. So make sure you stay to the end and also make sure that you are implementing the exercises that I'm giving you in each of these parts of the mindset series because you can learn and consume as much as you like, but unless you do this, and I really highly recommend writing it down, you will not see the benefits and changes for yourself. So think of this as a really beautiful way to spend your time, a beautiful behavior to incorporate for yourself. You're worth it. You're worth this time and start off right after this episode, spending some time journaling on the exercise that I give you. It will open up your eyes so much to how you're filling your time with things that aren't aligned with where you want to go. And more importantly, how to start aligning your thoughts and your emotions with where you want to go and just really how you want to live your life. So let's talk first about unsupportive behaviors. Now, our it's really relative, right? So some behaviors are going to be unsupportive for some people and others will be supportive for other people. It's relative. There's also degrees of it. And when we are engaging in unsupportive behaviors, we don't want to beat ourselves up or shame ourselves for it. We just want to notice, hey, I'm spending a really big proportion of my time doing things that really aren't helping me to move the needle forward, aren't aligned and aren't the things that I want to be doing anyway. This is important to know because how we spend our days, the day to day stuff is our life, right? That is what fills up our life and makes it enjoyable and fulfilling or not enjoyable and fulfilling. And actually on that note, I also want to point you to another episode I've done in the past on intentional time. It's episode number 86. I also recommend you go back and check that out because I dive into this idea some more there. So, okay, some unsupportive behaviors might include something like in our business, let's talk about business first, overthinking. Now, this is what is so funny, not funny. It's actually kind of frustrating when you notice it, but let's add some humor to it. So a lot of the clients that I work with and a lot of the people that I speak to in my community and my colleagues and you know peers, I notice that a lot of people think that they are hustling all the time. And then when you actually look into their life and what they're using their time doing, We fill our time with so many behaviors that are not helping us move the needle forward. And one of those behaviors is overthinking. So yes, we will need to spend some time thinking and planning from time to time, and that's going to save us time in the future. But there is a degree for everyone when you move into overthinking. That could be you've made a decision on something or you've already had your time to think about it or to make a decision and then you continue to think about it. 
Or it could be things that you don't even need to waste your time thinking about. Like, for instance, it could be things that could happen in the future or have happened in the past, and we don't know what's going to happen. So we spend all of this time thinking about it rather than being in the present moment and thinking about what's my most important step next, right? So overthinking is not something that moves the needle forward on your business, and it's an, it's not a supportive behavior. And a lot of us feel a very big proportion of our time doing that, and we think that we are hustling, but we're not hustling. We're just filling our time with things that don't matter. So overthinking is an example of an unsupportive behavior. Another example is like spending too long on something, which is another example of overthinking. So it could be something like I'm spending hours on one social media post rather than spending whatever time, you know, is a realistic amount of time and appropriate amount of time to spend on that post. Now, I know some of you will be thinking, well, it just is going to take the amount of time that it takes. And I do understand that line of thinking. But the thing is, as business owners, we have to be savvy with how we use our time. So if we're filling our days doing things that don't move the needle forward in a significant way to creating the results that we desire, we will not stay very long in business. So we have to be very realistic about, is this worth the amount of time I'm spending on things? And from my point of view, spending hours on one post is not, because as we know, social media is something that we're always replenishing our content and our posts. So it's going to be something that seems for about a week and then not seen by very many people after that. So spending hours on that post is not an appropriate use of time. However, spending hours on a blog post or perhaps a podcast would be more of an appropriate use of time. So see how everything is relative. It depends on what it is, but you want to look for where you're spending too long on things because you're probably overthinking it. Another example is rethinking your niche, your website, your offer, your soulmate clients. We spend so much time as business owners. I know in my first year of business, I spent so long thinking about my niche, didn't know who's my niche, couldn't get as specific as my mind wanted me to. I spent so many hours every single week tweaking my website tweaking a couple of words here and there and agonizing over those words, thinking and really believing that they made all the difference, which by the way, they don't. And rethinking my offers, just overthinking them as well, right? It's really another example of overthinking. But I want to mention them specifically because these are really big traps for business owners. We waste so much time thinking about our pricing rethinking our pricing, rethinking our niching, uh, rethinking our website, our offers, and at the content that we write, like so many different things. Another example is when we are redeciding. So that's when we 
make decisions again on the decisions we've already made. So we spend all of this time in indecision and in in confusion rather than actually making a firm decision, committing to it, and then going all in to that pathway, right? You can always change things when you have better information in the future, but you will not know if it works unless you commit to it fully and then move forward and execute whatever that is. So rethinking and overthinking and redeciding are really, really big ways that we waste a lot of time in business. And for that reason, they're unsupportive because usually they're not even enjoyable. Like we don't like being in that agony. So why do we do it to ourselves? Okay. Another example of an unsupportive behavior is something that we're not spending our time doing. So that example is not making offers, not letting people know that, hey, I can help you. Here is a way to work with me. This is how I can help you. Would you like me to help you? If you would like me to help you, then head here. Many of us do not make those offers to people, whether that's directly to someone or whether that's when you're making it to, you know, a group of people like the offers that I make here on the podcast or over on social media or on my email. I make an offer. I let people know, hey, if this is resonating with you or if this is something that you need help with that you want to work on that you're struggling with right now. I can help you. I can help you solve this. So if you would like to know more about that, head here. This is what to do. And you direct people to taking a specific action. That is an offer and it is essential in business, no matter what business you have. This is what we call selling, which is the module that I am releasing next week in Create Your Beautiful Bids for all of our members, which I'm so excited to be diving into. Because as you can see, if you don't make offers, if you don't let people know how you can help them, if you don't show people how you can help them, then you don't actually get to help them, which means that you don't actually get to serve them, which means that you don't get to make a difference. So that is an unsupportive behavior on many levels. It's unsupportive because you're not serving, which is what you want to do. It's unsupportive because you're not helping the people that you're here to help. And it's also unsupportive because it's not going to create the results that you want in business and the ones that you need to stay in business, right? So then that's even less of service to people because if you don't remain in business, then you're not even there to help them. So making offers is essential. And if you have problems making offers to people, it's not because the offer is wrong. It's because your thinking is wrong and that is what needs to change. And this is what I help people with every single day. So that is an example of unsupportive behavior, not doing things that you know you need to be doing in business. Another example is not connecting with people. So in order to be able to sell to people, to serve people, to help people, you have to build a community. You have to connect with people. It's got to come from somewhere. So that community can be built in 
all of the incredible online spaces that we have that I'm so grateful for. I don't think I would have ever been in business if I didn't have the chance to do it online. And then there's connecting with people in purpose, in person, which is what people have always been doing when it comes to creating a business and creating friends and connection. So if we're not connecting with people in business, then we're not going to be able to build a community We're not going to be able to show people how we can help them. And we're not going to be able to invite people in to get the help that they need. So we want to connect with people. So if that's something in business that you're not doing, that's an unsupportive behavior. Another example is not creating value. So in order to help people and to allow them to understand how we can help them, we have to be able to create value for them. This is what I do here on the podcast. It's what I do over on my blog, on social media, in the Make a Different Soul Tribe. I provide everybody in my community with value and this shows people how I can help them. Now, I share this because this is natural for me, right? I've made these transformations in my life. I've been through these experiences. I've developed these skills. And so then I'm simply just sharing something that for me now is easy or easier than what it might be for someone else. And I'm just sharing the things that I can share. And by doing that, I am creating value for someone. But if I don't allow people to see my value, if I don't create things, if I don't share things with the world, if I don't share them with you, then you don't get to experience that value, which means you don't get the benefit of that value I provide. And you also aren't able to then make an informed decision about whether you would like to get the help that I can provide. So not creating value in business is an unsupportive behavior that many, many, many of us spend a lot of time indulging in. We don't spend time creating value. We spend time overthinking or worrying about what other people think of us, especially at the start of our business journeys. Another example of an unsupportive behavior could be watching Netflix. Now, of course, again, it's relative. That could actually be supportive of you. But if you're watching a lot of Netflix, it's probably highly likely that it's not supportive of what you want to create. Another example is spending all of your time replying to people. Again, replying, yes, very good. We need to be doing that. But if you're spending your entire day replying to people or socializing with people and they're not doing the other very important parts of your business, that is not supportive. So that's another example. Another example I have here is doing free sessions. Now, free sessions in the beginning as you're building up and developing a skill. Yes, they can be a really beautiful thing for you to do. I always recommend charging something for them because I think it's a really important part of the exchange. However, doing free sessions on an ongoing basis, a lot of people use that as a way to stop them from actually doing paid sessions, right? And so that is an unsupportive behavior that we don't want to be doing. We want to make sure we are open for business and ready to serve people and get paid for the work that we do because what we provide is valuable. 
Another example, again, is worrying. That is a way we spend our time. We're worrying, worrying about pricing, worrying about people not showing up, worrying about likes, not worth our time. Another example is making excuses rather than owning the mistakes that we make or the failures that we have or the lessons, we make excuses and blame other people. And then that is just filling up your time and not allowing you to move forward in your business. Another example of unsupportive behavior is when we spend a lot of time doubting ourselves, or we spend a lot of time feeling confused. And I put confusion here as an action because we just, we stay in that state and we spend time being confused and then acting confused. And none of these things are going to help us move the needle forward in our business. So why do we do them then? The reason that we engage in unsupportive behaviors can be because we just don't know that they're unsupportive, but more often it's not that we don't know that they're unsupportive. It's because of the way we're thinking. That is what leads us to engaging in these behaviors that are self-destructive in a lot of ways. They don't move us forward in the way that we want to move forward. They keep us in the lack, in the things that we don't want, in experiencing the results that we don't want. Okay, here are some then examples of some supportive behaviors in business. So for example, making firm decisions, that is a supportive behavior, right? And so that would have a certain amount of time that you allow yourself to make that decision. So for instance, I love to put a time limit on how long I have to make a decision and also how many options I have. This is why I personally find it really helpful to have a capsule wardrobe, to have fewer options for food that I will eat from, to have more of a minimalist sort of office space. And although it doesn't feel very minimalist at the moment, I need to get rid of some things here. But generally in my home space, I only want to have one thing of everything that I need. I want it to be something that lights up my soul. And I don't want more than one because that just makes decision making for me harder. And that's the same with decisions in our business. There are many, many different ways that we can do things. Why not just consider a couple and then pick the one that you feel most called to and knowing that all of the paths could be great, you, what makes it great and what will make it work is you fully committing to it, no matter what the circumstances are. And that comes back to your beliefs, right? Which is what we have then fueling the behavior that we have. So making those firm decisions. Another supportive behavior could be inviting people in, offering for people to work with us, creating value, asking your community questions, getting to know them, serving your clients, thinking, what am I missing here? How else can I serve my community? What else do they need? Doing your mindset work, very important, tracking your finances. So, I want you all to know that I spend time thinking about you all, all the time, but with parameters around it, right? Because otherwise I'd spend all of my time thinking and not creating and serving. So I think about how can I support you? How can I serve you? What issues are you facing right now? That's why we have this mindset series, because I know that everybody in my community is going through a lot of struggle at the moment with 
their mindset. And so I know this is an area that I can step up in and lead the way. I can help you have transformations. So I show up and I serve, but I could not have done that without asking myself these questions. What are you facing? How can I help my community find more ease, more abundance, more alignment, more confidence in their businesses and therefore in their life? Now, some examples of some unsupportive behaviors in the rest of our life. Also, worrying is a really big one that a lot of us spend time doing because I know that I'm a perfectionist and and I used to worry so much. So I know a lot of you do as well. Another one is like we spend a lot of our time socializing. Now, I know this can be kind of some people, this makes them feel a bit triggered by this, but hear me out. Everything, everything needs to have limits on it, right? We get to, and the reason they get to have limits is because we know we're abundant and there's going to be more of that where it came from, right? So socializing, if you have limits around socializing, just like the thinking, the planning and the making invitation, like everything has to have limits on it, right? And so with socializing, I know that lots of people along their business journeys can feel a lot of time because they feel like they either need to socialize throughout the day, engage in all of the communities, go to all of the events, reply to all of the people that can take up a lot of time. And then you've got your friends and your family and we can spend literally every waking moment of our life socializing with other people. That is not healthy, right? No one can withstand that. What we need to do is have some limits around that. Another good example is overeating. So a lot of us can spend a lot of time eating, right? When we only need to eat a certain amount to give us the fuel that we need. But instead, what we do is we spend so much of our time eating and thinking about food and going out for food and doing everything around food when it's not something that's supportive of us, right? So you want to look at these things like where are the limits? Another example, online shopping, perhaps you use that as a way to buffer procrastinate, whining, blaming others. None of these are supportive behaviors. Some supportive behaviors could be learning. Again, you'll need to have parameters around that. Implementing. Yes, very, very good. Creating. Yes, consume and create. Taking responsibility, a great behavior. So can you see how we need to really look at how we're spending our time and you will be able to change the way that you spend your time by looking at what emotional fuel you are fueling your behaviors with and more importantly, what thoughts are driving those emotions and those behaviors. This is what will help you change the behavior. So let's now talk about that second piece, which is about how different emotions that we fuel our behaviors with will lead to different results. Now, all I want to say on this today is for, here's an example from business. So say you're making invitations to your community to work with you, but you are fueled by emotions of maybe resentment, This can happen when you're along your business journey, especially when we feel like we're depleted and not filling ourselves up. What can actually happen is you can become resentful of more people working with you and of your clients. And so what we do is we repel them with our energy because we're having these thoughts 
unconsciously that I don't want to work with more people. I'm busy enough as it is overthinking. And I'm, and so that then causes an emotional response, which will be different for everyone. Let's say it's resentment. And then you go and you make offers, but in the background, what's happening is you're resenting. You don't want people to work with you. So you're like saying, I am closed for business, even though I am telling you that I am open for business. And all this requires is a little bit of rejigging in the back end of your business, which is something that, of course, I help you get awareness on in Create Your Beautiful Biz. Now, let's compare this then to making invitations fueled by something supportive, an emotion, a supportive emotion. For instance, certainty, groundedness, peace. So making invitations that are fueled by resentment or fueled by guilt or uncertainty or desperation or many of the other ones, frustration, anger, all of these, that is going to create a result in your life of more lack, right? It's not going to align you with the result you want or that you think you want, which is probably to create more wealth through your business, to work with more clients, or even to create more results for your clients. It's actually going to work against you and create more lack. And the reason for that is the emotion and the thoughts, more importantly, behind the emotion are stemming from a place of scarcity and lack. Now, versus making invitations fueled by something supportive, like feeling grounded, feeling at peace, feeling certain, and it's going to, those emotions that support your behaviors and changing your behaviors are going to be different for all of us. But they are some examples of some, some ones that might be, and this is going to help you create alignment with the results that you want. And it's all because of the thoughts that are fueling those emotions, So you want to have a look at what am I thinking, what am I feeling, and how is that affecting what I'm spending my time on, and are these behaviors supportive or unsupportive? This is why we have people who look like they're spending their time doing the exact same thing, but they get completely different results. There also is just that we're different people and we all have different pathways, but that's why you can feel like you're butting your head up against a brick wall. And the reason why it's difficult for people to get that awareness of what the block is, is that it's hard for us as the individual to see because we're looking at the world through our minds and through the lens of what we know, and that is our past experiences. But when it comes to growing as business owners and as people, we have to to make new decisions, do new things, and we have to be able to expand our awareness and the possibilities for ourselves. And so this is why people work with coaches, right? That your, your coach gives you that space to be able to really see your own mind. And this is the difference between intellectually understanding what I'm saying right now versus actually doing the work and implementing or getting coached, right? Where you're forced to see your mind so that you can take your power back and you can say, look, now I'm aware of what the problem is. Now I can implement a practice to shifting my mindset. So let me now give you a the activity for today to implement today's lesson. I would love for you to take out your journal again and to have a look at the last 24 hours of your time. 
Have a look at how you've spent your time. What have you been doing? Write it down, every single thing that you can remember. And if you can't remember, you take this journal with you throughout the next 24 hours and track exactly what you're spending your time on. I'd also love for you to then at the end of that 24 hours, whether you're doing the next 24 hours or reflecting on the last, to also ask yourself, what are some of the things that I know that I want to be spending my time on and that are supportive of the results and reality I want to create for myself and that I have not been doing? And pop those in your journal too so that you can see, oh, look, I'm filling all of my time with this and then this is what's stopping me from spending my time doing this. That's really going to help you. And again, I want to refer you to episode 86 on the podcast because I go more into this concept there as well. So my friends, then I want you to look at what emotions are fueling these behaviors, fueling these decisions. And what then are the thoughts behind those behaviors? You can even go back and have a look at that. This is going to help you change. Now, again, the way to change our behavior is the same way that we change our thoughts, the same way that we change our uh, feelings. We have to be aware of what is happening with our behavior. We have to be aware of what, what we're doing and not doing and where this is leading us. We have to be aware of what is fueling that behavior and we need to be aware of what thoughts are driving those emotions and then therefore the behaviors as well. So we have to bring awareness. And then once we have the awareness, we need to go through a process of committing to daily practice where it's going to feel uncomfortable because you have a habit now and it's going to, there's going to be a habit of overthinking, making decisions over and over and over again, rethinking your niche. All of these things are going to be thing. It's a, it's something you've learned and you've just been doing probably unconsciously. And now you've got to change things. So you're going to have to bring yourself into awareness that, oh, I'm doing that thing again and this isn't supportive. And then you're going to have to choose to do the other thing, stop yourself as soon as you realize. And then over time, as you start to fill your time with the things that you actually want to be doing that move the needle forward, that align you with the results you want, you are going to then start to see the results you want and like the behavior changing. So it's a practice. Again, it's something you do need to commit to. And I highly recommend that if you have the means getting yourself someone to work with, because it really makes a huge difference. Okay, everybody. So this is the end of today's lesson. I want to invite you, if anyone wants to explore mindset in a deeper way, I've got two options. If you want to explore mindset, I have an online course called Mindset Makeover. This goes through everything to do with mindset to understand, uplevel and transform your mind. It's an online course. It's self-study. You can dive straight in. There's eight modules, two example coaching calls, and you can dive in and then build a mindset plan for yourself and equip yourself with daily tools that you can use to change your mind. 
Now that's available at www.letisharange.com forward slash mindset makeover. Now, if you're a business owner, mindset makeover is also amazing. There's lots of examples about business in there as well. However, I also want to invite you to go one step further, and that is to check out Create Your Beautiful Biz. So Create Your Beautiful Biz is now also available as a self-study program. However, there is ongoing live coaching support for you all, and it's happening on a fortnightly basis. This program teaches you everything you need to build a solid foundation to make your difference and thrive in business. Now, what that means is thrive across your life as a whole. This is why I call myself a holistic business coach. I want you to thrive. Yes, financially. Yes, physically. Yes, mentally emotionally, spiritually, creatively. I want you to thrive across the board. So I teach you how to set up a foundation so that you can do just that, which means I teach you a process, the how, a practical process to follow in business. And then I also teach you the mindset stuff, which is so important. And really what's even more important is the on the ongoing coaching that you then get, which will be mostly focused on mindset because that's the reason we don't do the things that we know we need to do. And then the third piece of this is that you then have a community, which is really important because if you've got a community of like-minded entrepreneurs who are out there making a difference and thriving, committed to designing a business that works for them and the life that they want, that's going to be really expansive for you and help you keep moving forward. So Create Your Beautiful Biz really is such an incredible program. I'm constantly thinking about how I can support you even more. What else can I add? How can I show up more? How can I get you to create the results that you want? And so this is my primary program. It's for you, whether you're just getting started in business or whether you've been in business for years, but you know that there are some significant pieces of your foundation missing. And you know that because you either don't feel confident, you don't feel aligned, you're not seeing the sales. Uh, or you're not feeling the ease, right? So you want to get support there. And if you want to find out more about that, head to latisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. All right, my beautiful friends, thank you so much for joining. And I will see you in our next episode, which is the final part of this four-part mindset series, which is all about how to create the results and the reality that we desire. I'll see you then. Bye. Hey, if you're ready to create your very own purpose-driven business too, I invite you to check out my online program, Create Your Beautiful Biz. You'll learn how to create a business that allows you to make your difference and thrive using my signature feminine essence framework. Just head over to www.letisharange.com forward slash C-Y-B-B. Let's make creating a business beautiful. I'll see you there.